Ever since I got to college, I've just felt disconnected, like I'm not a part of something. And I'm, I'm pretty certain it's because all the people I see, they're doing it. I mean, they're having sex. Welcome back to Thank Fucking God It's Friday. We are your hosts. I'm Drew. I'm Katie. And I had something to say and then I spaced out. It's good stuff. Uh, today we're going to talk about a show that had a writer who was offered a half million dollar deal with Disney before they took it away because she was a 32 year old pretending to be 19 years old. <laughs> wow. It's Felicity. <laughs> that is not a fact about Felicity that I knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think you were going to get that one. No. I'll get into that later. But first, let's introduce our guest for today. Yes, our friend Lynn is here. Hello! (laughs) And Lynn knows us through playing like kickball and softball and stuff, so same way that Drew and I met. Yeah, I think I first met you from uh, that flag football. Oh, yeah. I think that was the day Tim got a concussion, maybe. Yeah, so that was his (laughs) birthday, and I would have been the only girl playing. Also the last day that I ever played. (laughs) Yeah. And I never played. Because that was when I think I met you guys all later at Rick and Pace's, and I didn't know anyone. Yeah. Yeah, that was a weird time. (laughs) Yeah, and then we went on a pub crawl that night, and I had to keep Tim awake from... Well, because he had the concussion, and not also dying. he was drinking. Oh, Jesus. So. <laughs> Good combination. Not a great combo, but he still lives, so yeah. it worked out. It's all fine. So, Lynn, I have some questions for you. Oh, yes. Did you watch a lot of TV growing up? So, when I was younger, I did not watch that much TV growing up. We were given, like, an hour a day that we could watch, or one show a day so I typically choose the longest show oh man yeah so that was <laughs> that was when I was probably 5 to 12 I would say that's a long time yeah <laughs> so we'd either watch like really long boring three hour movies because that would count <laughs> as a show or like an hour long episode of Lil House on the Prairie versus like a 20 minute show that would be on I don't know normal TV what normal kids like to watch Cartoons? Did you watch any cartoons? Um, I watched some cartoons. Let's see. What would I have watched? Scooby-Doo reruns, maybe. We didn't yeah. have cable, so I I really don't know very many Nickelodeon <laughs> shows. Sorry, I watched a shit ton of Scooby-Doo. Ooh, nice. I don't think I did. Oh. Like I mean, Scooby-Doo. I watched some, but not a lot. Yeah. I mean, it was always <laughs> the same thing. They would go around be like a fake ghost like no i had this light and projector and then i pulled these strings and then it made the ghost come out and then it was really me the farmer down the road because you meddling kids every time yeah every time yeah but i remember like we weren't allowed to watch like technically we weren't allowed to watch like saved by the bell or full house so my parents house even yeah i was off limits (laughs) when my parents would come downstairs i'd like quickly change the station to like i don't know the home shopping network or something super boring and they never suspected anything could you watch <laughs> seventh heaven i can watch seventh heaven yeah, yeah. but touch I mean, my angel touch my angel yes when you walk down the road yeah i never saw that everyone. one. Oh, that was a good one <laughs> monica uh, was the angel yeah right yeah, I don't know if that one is on our list of shows to cover, but I, I guess it should be. <laughs> I don't know if it's worth rewatching, but <laughs> I mean, I think it's worth rewatching <laughs> for various reasons. None of them are good. Yeah, 
So, given that you didn't watch a ton of shows, were there any characters that you did have a crush on on anything that you saw? I mean, maybe when you were watching things later. Yeah, definitely um, Ryder Strong from Boy Meets World. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big crush. And With his hair parted down the middle. Yeah, so cool. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I can't remember his name from 90210, but Brian Austin Green. Yeah. Tori Spelling's boyfriend, right? Donna's boyfriend. I don't know. He was the guy that was on Sabrina. Yeah. The episode we watched. That's why I would know his name is because I just mentioned it in that episode. Oh, funny. So those were my top two. JCT was like, okay, but I think I liked, I liked more just like looking through the teen magazines and seeing him and pretending (laughs) I had a crush on him versus really having a crush. Yeah, like Bop Magazine. Yeah. Teen Beat or Tiger Beat, Beat, whatever one of those were. I think there's both. (laughs) I also had a a really big crush on, before I knew, it was Michael Landon. (laughs) Michael Landon's character, Lil Joe, on Bonanza. I never saw Bonanza. Oh, neither. (laughs) I was like eight, but then my dad told me it was the same character from Lil House in the Prairie. (laughs) And what was it? Stairway to Heaven or something? Oh, Oh. I don't know. So then I never watched Bonanza again (laughs) because gross. So old. That's funny. (laughs) But you did watch Felicity. I watched Felicity. Um, I think I was probably like 14 or 15 when that came out, right? Maybe? It came out in 98. Okay, so... I was 13. Yeah, so I would have been 13. 13, 14. Yeah. Was there anything about Felicity in particular that you liked? Um, So I'm sure we'll cover it more in the show, (laughs) but it's funny because I thought that she was like such a romantic and really admired like how she moved to New York for him and thought I could like relate to her (laughs) without she was like so crazy about these like boys but I like really appreciated that at the time and now I just think it's so bizarre you look at it and you're like wait yeah so this person who now this is my first question she didn't know him even in high school really or she had a crush on him well she knew who he was but that's because like everybody knew yeah he was was the popular guy in high school she had a crush on him literally voted most popular of course well they gotta make sure you know and so she's just like fuck it he wrote this thing in my yearbook he wants me yeah i better go (laughs) yeah and that was like her asking him to sign her yearbook was like the first gutsy thing she had ever done and it's the first time that they had ever talked because like before that the closest they had ever come was she volunteered at the blood drive and (laughs) held his blood in her hand (laughs) That's a that's a plot point. That's that's, yeah, canon. that's what she says is like as close as she had ever come to Ben before asking him to write in her yearbook. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> is she like <sighs> is she supposed to be like a super nerd in the show? So I guess when they cast her, there was I think J.J. Abrams had an issue because she was supposed to be super nerdy, but. Carrie Russell's gorgeous and it's really hard to make her look nerdy in any way so I think technically she's supposed to be kind of a dweeb but I never watched the show but I 100% would have had a crush on Carrie Russell if I had because (laughs) she's gorgeous yeah and in the first season they make her look nerdy by having her hair be like frizzy yeah it's very Hermione seemed like she had a lot of turtlenecks on yeah. Big sweaters. She wears a lot of like frumpy clothes, really. Yeah. Well, and but not I, in the first season, because then she like 
starts to wear more like midriffs, I feel like. Well, going yeah. back to what you said about the audition, like she tried to ugly herself up for it. Oh, she wore like baggy clothes and stuff Did and like because she? she was afraid of being cast as the oh, so good looking friend. <laughs> as Julie? No, as someone like someone else from her high school, uh, Maya. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. This I don't what know her either. Said it was she had to do that because it was like, it was a minor character, somebody okay. who's like too good looking. Huh. <laughs> Funny. So, were you more of a fan of Ben or Noel? Um, so, I was growing up more of a fan of Ben, but then now rewatching the series recently, Noel, like hundred <laughs> percent. I don't know how you can root for either of them. <laughs> I mean, Noel is really clingy, but like at his heart, he's so kind and like everything he does is so nice. I mean, he gets a little stalkery here and there, mm. but, but so does she. Yeah. So I mean, they work. Yeah. Honestly, all three of those main characters is like, man, none of you deserve any of you. Yeah. <laughs> You're all horrible people, kind of. Uh, so you watched the whole series pretty recently. How did it feel rewatching it as an adult? Yeah, it was just very strange because, like I said, um, before I thought Felicity was, like, so sweet that she, like, picked up everything and, like, changed from going to Stanford to going to NYU just for, like, this boy that she had a crush on. Like, as a 14-year-old, I thought that was, like, super awesome and I could, like, totally relate to doing something like that. But when it's somebody who's, like, 18 years old doing it, <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, that's pretty weird and stalkery. Yeah. Like, also, you're going to get, like kidnapped or something <laughs> right because she doesn't have any common sense it seems like so yeah. be like oh well you're and gonna that, go to new york and die yeah and then there's like other episodes where she's like playing beer pong and gets super drunk and then like uh, spoilers but like wakes up in another guy's bed and the whole time i was watching that episode i was like but why are you drinking that like why are you doing this it was because she was in a bad mood and they were like trying to cheer her up yeah. and take her to a party i just watched that one yesterday oh that one just like drives me crazy i had to leave the room a couple times watching it yeah so it's funny watching it now with like common sense because you're like oh why would somebody do that but they're in college and young yeah. I, I mean i didn't do anything like that but not, not at your high school? <laughs> no, not, not at my high school. <laughs> uh, I mean, you were the you were voted most popular, oh, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. I was voted everything. Yeah. <laughs> there was only one vote. <laughs> it 100%. Was yeah. It was unanimous for everything. Best hair, best smile. Uh -huh. All of them. Most likely to succeed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God. But also, it's funny because growing up, I thought Julie was so beautiful and so cool. But, like, a lot of the episodes, she's actually kind of manipulative and rude. Yeah, I don't like Julie. No. I've, never, I've actually never liked Julie. Oh, I liked her. But I think I was biased because I liked Power Rangers yeah. and she was a pink <laughs> ranger. So. I think I liked Julie in the two episodes we watched. Oh, yeah. Because she, like, tries to be cutesy, but she's so... Oh, manipulative. Well, and then she goes off the deep end later. Yeah. And I don't remember all of the circumstances that lead to her leaving, but she basically just like disappears and nobody knows where she's at. Yeah. And, Are you yeah. talking about when she leaves the show? When the character left the show, when the actor left at the same time. I think yeah. Part of it was because her dad, like her biological dad died. And they had asked yeah. him if she could, like, I want to say it was, like, her kidney. They asked if she could be a donor because they were a match. And she said no because he didn't want anything 
or he didn't even really know about her mm. until her biological mom told him he had a daughter that she had given up for adoption um, and that she would be like, I don't know, a means to maybe helping him live. But anyway, Julie declined giving her kidney to him and that like really screwed her up. So I think that was part of her leaving. Wait, yeah. wait the character declined or the, the character. Amy, Amy Jo Johnson, the person <laughs> did. The character. Okay, because I know that, like, her, she oh, actually left. Oh, did she have a personal the, reason to leave? She left the show after someone, because I th- I th- I'm pretty sure it was, like, her dad died in, in oh. life. Somebody died um, in real life. I'd have to go back to my notes <laughs> on that. But she left the show after that. Huh. Yeah. That's why I was confused. I was like, oh, man, I didn't know all these details about the kidney <laughs> yeah. and stuff. I didn't no, see that. That was on the show, but I don't think that was the whole reason yeah, I can't I remember. Lie. I just was watching something and Felicity was upset because Julie's mom was like yelling at her about yeah. how she let Julie leave and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was just like, well, she's terrible, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, I didn't really miss her. No. Once she left. No. Okay, so she left the show after the death of her mother. Oh. So her mom passed away and then she asked J.J. Abrams if she could leave the show. Huh. But she comes back at the end, right? Yeah. Well, because Sean tries to bring her back to date her. So he and Megan have issues. Okay. Yeah, the end gets really weird. We'll talk about that. Oh, yes. (laughs) So weird. Yeah, I have questions from the very few things I read about it. (laughs) Okay. But maybe we should talk about the show in general so that there's some context to all these other conversations that we're having. Seems unreasonable. (laughs) I mean, Okay. Felicity was created by J.J. Abrams and ran on the WB from September 1998 to May 2002. He created it, or he came up with the idea while he was on Honeymoon in Bali. He randomly had, like, some thought about this girl he went to high school with named Felicity and started coming up with a coming-of-age show. (laughs) But it starred Carrie Russell as Felicity Porter, and like we were talking about, when the series starts... She's a new high school graduate from Palo Alto, California. She's going to Stanford. She's pre-med. She's going to be a doctor. And then the boy she has a crush on, Ben Covington, played by Scott Speedman, writes something more than just like, have a nice life in her yearbook. And she's like, (laughs) she's like, hmm, does he like me? And decides to follow him to New York City for college. So like, I'm just trying to picture if you did that, but you reverse the genders. Yeah. It would be super creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they kind of do that in another episode. Okay. Don't you think? I don't know. I probably am not remembering. Oh, yes. Yes. Similar. Yeah. Yeah. Just be creepy. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, this is completely out of character for Felicity. She's smart and driven. She's always had this plan to be a doctor and her parents really don't agree with her going to New York and they try to talk her out of it. But are they paying it. for her college? They are. Um, then just say no. There you oh, go. No, they're not. They were paying for her college for Stanford, yes. and okay. then they told her when she decided to go to NYU yeah. that they would okay. take away that's like fair. any help and yeah. financial. So then, she, yeah, because then she gets um, college loans, and that's why she's working at D 
Dean and DeLuca. Yeah. Yeah. Which, what is Dean and DeLuca? Is it's that a real, real place? place? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they used to have them in the Midwest, but I've never seen it out here. No, not here. I had only ever seen it in New York. Oh, okay. It sounds like a clothing store, not a oh, coffee actually, shop. actually, in the Midwest, they had D'Amico and Sons, which was like basically <laughs> just a knockoff of Dean and DeLuca. Oh, okay. Yeah. We had... We had Beaner's coffee, which then oh, people cool. got upset by that, saying that it was rude to Hispanic people, uh, the name, uh, because it's a derogatory term for Mexicans. And so they changed it to Big B. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Weird. Yeah. It was a weird time. And yeah, Ben doesn't like the attention that Felicity gives him at first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I always thought he was like kind of too attractive. I don't know. He does have that traditional late 90s, early 2000s haircut starting, at least in that second season. (laughs) First season was still kind of like a Dawson's Creek sort of thing going on, but oh man. There's the the upturn at the front and the spike. Yeah, Yeah, His hair's a little bit curly, too. I mean, yeah, he was very attractive, but... He always wears those same three flannels. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Wasn't really paying attention to his clothes. (laughs) He doesn't live on campus like everyone else. He lives with Sean, played by Greg Grunberg. And he's this guy in his mid-20s who just hangs out with all these college kids all the time. Yeah. I think he was like in his mid-30s, wasn't he, when the show was? Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, J. he's J. J. friends. Friend. Yeah, he's friends with J.J. Oh. Abrams. He's in all of J.J. Abrams stuff. That makes way more sense now. Yeah. I think so, they'd known each other since like third grade or something like okay. that. Yeah. We were always, Tim and I were always like, why... Is this creepy old guy always <laughs> hanging out with like young kids? Oh, I don't know weird. how old he. I thought he was just supposed to be like a senior or something because no. I hadn't watched him. I was like, oh, is he just like in his sixties? He's year? supposed to be much <laughs> older than them. Yeah, he's like in his mid twenties, and he's always just trying to like invent the next big thing. Mm-hmm. He owns that loft that they live in, which is like the coolest loft ever. <laughs> yeah, that would cost so much money. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Because it's also got to be, like, near the school, which has to be in, like, Manhattan. True. It does start to get, um, not foreclosed on. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But then somebody bails him out. Yeah. Noel, I believe. (laughs) And then Felicity makes some friends. There's Julie, who we talked about, the Pink Ranger. (laughs) Amy Jo Johnson. Yep. And Elena, played by, I'm not sure this is totally... Right, how you say it, but Tangi Miller. That sounds right. Okay. And then there's sophomore Noel, played by Scott Foley, who's their resident advisor. Yeah, and he's on Scrubs. Sean. Yes. <laughs> Sean the from diet Scrubs. Soda, Sean. Yeah. Sean works as the uh, dolphin trainer, right? Yeah, that's his <laughs> yeah. job. Uh, Sean's one of my favorite characters on Scrubs. He's great. And Felicity's roommate is Megan, played by Amanda Foreman. And she's this weird gothic girl who is actually secretly the best character on this whole damn show. Yes, I will concur to that. <laughs> I enjoyed the little bit of her that I saw. She gets a lot more airtime as the seasons go on. Too. Yeah. Like, becomes a regular character. Okay. Yeah, and she is... I don't know. I, she gets more airtime, I think, when Julie leaves. Because she kind of fills in oh, yeah. her role as Felicity's friend. That makes so, sense. Yeah. I watched a bunch of, like, later season episodes. Yeah. Well, not a bunch. Like, three last night. After all of these introductions, what follows is a very strange, incestuous love pentagon. Pentagon? (laughs) That's the only way I could describe it. 
And I drew it. You know, you have a drawing. Okay. Very useful. So Felicity likes Ben, but she also likes Noel, but not as much as Ben. Ben doesn't like Felicity until he does later. Noel does like Felicity, even though he has a girlfriend, Hannah, until she cheats on him. And then literally that day, he gets together with Felicity. And then she gets together with Ben. But I thought that... I thought Noel and Felicity had already made out a few times. I could be I wrong. think he liked her even though he was, like, mm. with I want to interrupt again. <laughs> I will. But <laughs> Noel gets together with Felicity, and then she gets together with Ben until Ben and Julie get together. And then Noel and Julie have a fling. Meanwhile, Sean likes Julie, but then Sean dates Megan, and then they get married. Yeah. <laughs> My question. They, well, they get married because there was an opening. Yeah. For a ceremony because uh, <laughs> the one person Elena was supposed to get married. The one person who's not in this uh, Pentagon, Elena. Yeah. She somehow gets out of this, and I'm sure it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that she's the only black character. <laughs> uh, let's talk about. <laughs> Something I found out with her in my research here. Turk? No. That she has an affair with Prince Humperdinck from The Princess Bride. <gasps> That's who that is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's a thing that I wish I would have seen. I could look up that episode, but... Or episodes. I don't know who... It's the professor. She's like one of his understudies or something. Yeah, or I just know that's a professor oh, that she has. And then... It's, is it the guy that does the grant? Yeah. yeah and then they Because that's in the out. Todd episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's Prince Humperdinck from The Princess okay. Bride. She I, finds out that like there's actually all these cases against him of women that he is like taking advantage of. And then feels used finally. Hashtag me too. Yeah. But Elena does also date Turk for some point. Yeah. I mean, they are engaged. That's the whole... That's the reason why there's the opening for the wedding is yeah. because they're getting married and they don't. And so Sean and Megan do. Yeah. Okay. But that they seems do like a good end up together in yeah. the end. Sean and Megan? Or Turk and... Turk and uh, Elena. Elena. Okay, yeah. but it that's takes, good. It takes some uh, time travel to get there. <laughs> so I'm guessing so that the other black character Blair is not in there at this point. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, you know, it's the late '90s. Only got room for a certain. Was that a guy of, or a girl? Is a guy. I wonder. Is that he's the guy the that gives him? The, oh, so he's the guy that gives her the the headband miniskirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Elena seems like she's, uh, based on the two episodes I watched, very sexually active. Yes. Yeah, I'd say that's accurate. Yeah. This might be a good time to get into the first episode. Okay. Which is all about sex. So the two episodes that we watched were Give Me an O from season one and The List from season two. And we'll start with Give Me an O, which aired on January 19th, 1999. And the TV Guide description is, Felicity returns from winter break and tells Noel she wants to have sex, an endeavor that brings about much scheduling, research, and preparation. Julie dreads telling Felicity about her new bond with Ben, and Elena wonders how to use a gift from Blair. That's a good synopsis. You know, it, I feel like it's pushing the Elena and Blair stuff to the side when it's clearly the most important stuff that happens in this episode. <laughs> because let's just get their stuff out of the way right okay. now so we don't have to worry about them. Yeah. Okay. 
Blair gives her a gift and it's like, it's so stretchy. And she opens it and he's like very excited about this. Yeah. And she clearly has no clue what it is. And shame on him for not being able to pick this up because it was very obvious. Yeah. <laughs> she rocked the shit out of that headband as a miniskirt. It looked I good. Agree. I didn't think it, I mean, it was short, but it didn't look too short. No. Yeah. And, and she, she was wearing leggings underneath yeah. it, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looked okay. It was I've, passable as a skirt. It looked much better as a skirt than as a headband. <clears throat> yeah, it was like one of those buff headbands yeah. that you wear like hiking and stuff, or that I wear hiking. Didn't she go to Noel asking him what it is and like? Well, she why, went in asking him. <laughs> I know, asking him if she looked okay or if he liked her skirt. Yeah, I know he's the RA, but <laughs> Felicity's the one who suggests that it's a skirt. I missed that part. Oh, I miss miss that as well. I guess, like, she doesn't have any girlfriends to go ask, does this look okay? She's like, I better go ask my RA. Mm. This is where it's at. Maybe she just wanted a guy's opinion. Maybe. Either I like that theory. Yeah. That's what we're going with. She wanted to know what a guy thought of it. (laughs) That's my contribution. Is that enough for uh, that storyline? That's it. That's all That's that whole (laughs) storyline. The next two storylines are kind of intermingled, I would say. Yeah. So we'll talk about them at the same time. But the episode starts out with Felicity narrating to Sally, which is how most of the episodes start, especially in the first season. I didn't know this before I started watching it, (laughs) and I fucking lost it. I can't remember. They end up dropping that, like, Sally dialogue, but it might be the last season, because that's when she starts seeing that counselor a lot more, and they use oh, the counselor more as... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I like, but I do like the Sally. I like the image of her mailing tapes across the country <laughs> to, to talk to somebody. Long distance was expensive. I know. And, and then just, Sally would send them back. It makes me think of Home Alone, too, when he's got, like, the, the, talk, the boy. talk boy recorder. Yeah. And that's, that's all I could think about. I was like... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Sally, she does send one back at the end, and the voice is Janine Garofalo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not know that. So wise, yeah. Janine. If I, I just imagine her being more cynical. Like Daria? That. Yeah. Because <laughs> people thought she was Daria. Um, exactly. Is this the busiest dorm of all time? Like, there's so many people in this hallway. Well, it's them coming back from the holidays. Everyone at the same time? Yeah. They're all coming from out of state. Right. But like simultaneously, all at the same (laughs) moment, they're like, we all got back right now. Yeah. Except for these two dudes who are arguing over this dead tree. (laughs) But also, Noel lives like right off the elevator. So maybe Mm -hmm. it just seems more busy. Okay. That's fair. And Felicity goes and basically accosts Noel after seeing him the first time and Tells him that there's something she has to tell him. Uh, I did a lot of thinking over vacation, you know? Oh, um, what is it? You don't, you don't think we should start dating, right? You might, might ruin our relationship. Or you, you like me too much and you don't want to jeopardize what we have with, with physical intimacy, right? Because you can say any of that stuff to me. I've been preparing for the best four weeks for a speech like that. So. No. I've decided that you and I should have sex. He's holding his brand new blue iMac. Yeah. Which I have to say, <laughs> when she sees the iMac, she's like, 
Ooh, noelcrane.com just got super cool. And noelcrane.com is actually a real website. Oh, is it? Yeah, you'll have to look at it, like, after this. And I it, did. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like, all the pop-ups and, like, everything is... It's very, uh, it's very, it's very techy. Yeah. <laughs> 90s, but not, not, a, not a great UI. Yeah. yeah. I used one of those computers in college. So that's what we had working for the school paper. Okay. Ours weren't blue, though. Ours were gray. I want to know how much they paid for product placement for that because the computer had just come out that fall. Oh, really? And yeah, from '98. But yeah, he drops this brand new computer like right after he takes it out of the box and yeah. doesn't phase him because he gets to have sex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the theme song or the theme music. Um, uh, written and composed by Amy Jo Johnson for the first two not seasons. True. The first two seasons. She said that was a rumor, but it's not true. That's what it said on Wikipedia, and that place has never lied to me know. in the history. <laughs> I keep finding conflicting information about that. Oh. Either way, J.J. Abrams co-composed the one for the second yes. two seasons. Yes, which is the one that I knew. Like, when I was watching these two episodes, I was like, this isn't the theme song that I know yeah. and like. Like, I can sing the whole song. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded like a fucking Sarah McLachlan song it's or something. It's a pretty Oh, wait, which one? The, the first two. one. Yeah. Bad humming. Yeah. The That's second it. theme song is a guy singing. Is it J.J. Abrams? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, a new version of you. New shoe leather. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to say something that I never would have thought I... Was a sentence that would be composed by me until we've started doing this. Why does Felicity remind me of Dawson from Dawson's Creek with her obsession over sex and virginity? (laughs) That's a sentence I never thought would I'd have to compose. Well, one of the reasons why we did this episode, why Lynn picked it, is because it has a very PSA nature. Yes. It does. (laughs) So, like, a lot of episodes in Felicity have these, like, ridiculous, super obvious PSAs. And this one was very blatant. It's so incredibly blatant that I thought that it had to be, like, a joke. Yeah. Like, when Noel is like, when are we going to do this? And she's like, I want you to get tested first. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like... She's very neurotic. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I'm a blood donor, and you can't give blood unless you are clear of having HIV. They should have had him, like, look into the camera every time. Right. (laughs) When her counselor, that the health guy, yes, is showing oh, her all the not condoms. A doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a doctor. I thought that was a doctor. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I because may he have was spaced so good out at, at some points, putting but... the condom on. He had to be a doctor. <laughs> well, like, I was very confused why he had like swatches of condoms, <laughs> like... and he holds them different in different like takes. Did you notice that? No, I like didn't one know. take, they're like facing the correct way where you can read them and then the next take they're upside down and like everything is all <laughs> shuffled around but he like spends time organizing this I thing like, he's just got this this oh my god that part was so strange to yeah. me and then he's got like the the penis to put it on and she's like what is that like she god, very uncomfortable that whole scene was strange for me yeah yeah well and she's getting the pill like he just hands her that's why I thought he, he was a doctor, because he gives her the birth control pill. How does this counselor just have birth control yeah. pills for her? Yeah, I don't think that that can happen. Yeah. 
I'm not a woman, but well, I feel like that's And then that's that not she's it. like, but the pill doesn't protect me against STDs, <laughs> correct? Yes. And use it with condoms, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's not effective for a month? <laughs> oh, my God. There are, like, so many things. You're that right. is why I was kind of adamant about this episode, because I'm like, the PSAs are so ridiculous. But growing up, I never noticed that. I was just yeah. like, cool, she's about to have sex. All right. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to do it. I wonder if they'll show it on TV. <laughs> My favorite part of this whole episode is when she's like, it's probably like when I worked in an ice cream parlor. And when I went home, my mom would be like, do you want some ice cream? And I'd be like, no, I've been around it all day. And the guy's like, no, it's not like that. So like, was she insinuating that he's just out there putting condoms on dummies all day? And he's like, I don't want to go home and put a condom on. God. I thought that he, she was talking about sex in general. I mean, I figure, but it's just like the way it was. Like, does she think that's his whole job? He's just like out here putting condoms on the whole I mean, day. He seemed like an expert, so it could be his whole job. <laughs> I have so many questions about his job that we're not able to answer. It was also really funny, though, because like as open as he was about like sex and like how to have safe sex, there was an abstinence poster behind him. Oh, oh I didn't, didn't see, see that. that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, now I have to rewatch it again. <laughs> um, along this same thread, I like that Noel goes to her fucking job to ask her about when she wants to have sex with them. And while she's working and there's customers there, she's like, you need to go get tested. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. All this stuff. Like, they're just having this conversation while she's working. And then they, like, are trying to schedule it. Like, she comes in with her planner open and is like, so when do you want to do this? And he's like, tonight? No, I have this lab. Tomorrow? No, I have a lecture. Like, these things are like an hour, hour and a half long. (laughs) He's not staying. They're not, like, doing tantric (laughs) sex for days here. Yeah. Uh. It is funny the thing she chose to, like, rearrange was work. Yeah, that was what I was going to say is, like, the one thing that she can get out of is work. Yeah. Right, just skip your class, which she does. <laughs> she does. <later. laughs> True. Okay, so the library. I assume it's a library and not a bookstore. No, I thought it was I a bookstore. Yeah, it's a bookstore. Okay, so yeah. she's buying. I thought she was just checking stuff out. No, I think she's in a bookstore. This <laughs> this woman working at the bookstore is my favorite character of the whole episode. Yeah, because Felicity doesn't know anything about sex apparently. But she goes in. And she just walks up to this woman, yes, I'm looking for the books on sex. <laughs> like, okay, you're a robot person. Yeah. Like, and the woman, without flinch, she's like, here. Like, they kept, they keep them up front or something? She, like, points right well, next to it. very close to the front. Huh? Yeah. Is this for a class? Oh, no, I'm uh, buying them for me. Personal uh, edification. Oh. And what specifically were you looking for about sex? Specifically, uh, having it. Yeah, I was I was looking at this one actually, Mars and Venus in the bedroom, which sounded perfect, but um, it didn't have a lot of pictures. And I'm a very visual person. I get very confused spatially when there aren't pictures when they're trying to explain things. You know, am I making you uncomfortable? No, you're just talking really loudly. And yeah, the bookstore person recommends give me an O. But before that. Page 46. Oh, do you know how good it feels? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that the name of a book or was she just asking her? It was the name of a book. But she was just asking her. <laughs> yeah, probably a little bit both. And yeah, so I'm to understand that this bookstore lady 
has just read all of these sex books for fun. <laughs> Multiple because, times so right. she knows page numbers. Right. Page 46 is all I'm going to say. <laughs> and she opens it and is like, oh. I'll take it. <laughs> it's like a, when Harry met Sally, like, oh, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> what do you think was but in that But it wasn't page? a real book, huh? No. I think I knew that. I think I looked that up at some point watching this show. I looked that up at some point but, today. Oh, when it aired no, live? Not when or, it aired live, but when I watched it like in college. Okay. Because yeah. you were like, yeah, what is on page 46? <laughs> exactly. But no somebody else knew what was on page 46, and that was Megan. Yeah. She was it, like, this reminds me of eighth grade. <laughs> it was her favorite book in eighth grade. Yeah, which is terrifying. <laughs> Why? Yeah. <laughs> It's a shock that Megan escaped without teenage pregnancy then. I'm actually surprised they didn't do like an episode just on her and her background and throw a PSA in there. Well, doesn't her sister come and she's pregnant? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. And I think her sister's a teenager. Yeah, because her sister thought that she could still terminate the pregnancy, but it was... Like three or four months. Yeah. Yeah. Good memory. (laughs) I did not watch that one recently, but I remember it. I remember Um, most Megan episodes. Yeah. (laughs) She also gets some advice from Elena, because as as we said before, Elena is very uh, sexually active, knows what she's doing. Mm -hmm. Be the ball. (laughs) She made no sense. I think Felicity was like, which ball? (laughs) Right? Like, left or right one? I don't know. Yeah, and Elena says, treat it like any chemistry final. Take control. Which makes me question how they're taking these tests. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they're both in pre-med, so they're taking the same, like, really hard classes, and all Elena does is apparently study and have sex, but... (laughs) Well, it's because she doesn't have a job, like Felicity. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, At this same time, Julie, we are... And by we, I mean me. Introduced to, because I didn't know her. (laughs) Hmm. And... I assume that she's banging Ben. That was my thought, because everything that you see with them is them in bed at yeah. this point. So I'm like, oh, that's his girlfriend. They're having sex, because that's all Felicity's thing about it, is that person's <laughs> having sex. They're having sex. True. Uh, but apparently not, right? Right. So not yet. to backpedal, like the few episodes before that, um, Julie had been raped by a guy that she was dating. And so she's very... Jesus. Yes. She's very... Um, Fragile? Yes. So she's taking it extremely slow with Ben and not like really dating anybody, which is why when she bumps into Felicity, Felicity feels weird about talking to her about having sex with Noel. And Julie's like, oh, just because I had one bad sexual experience doesn't mean yours has to be bad. Which, See, I remember that line now. And I'm like, oh, so she had like. If you didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah. She had been. Date raped. Then. Yeah, and so she started going over to Ben's because she couldn't, like, be alone. Okay, that all makes sense. I thought she yeah. was, like, homeless or something. No. But then she had a place later, so I was very confused yeah. by all that. No, okay. Ben was just a crutch, and then it turns into more. Mm-hmm. And they went to Vermont together? For Christmas, yes. Gotcha. But nothing happened? I need to find where we're at in my notes now. We are at the point where I'm pretty sure that she was wearing a swimsuit that was supposed to be lingerie or something. Oh, from Victoria's Secret? Yeah. It looks like a swimsuit. Because she was ordering lingerie from a magazine. Yeah. 
earlier and when the person is like what color she's like i don't know what do you think because somebody (laughs) is going to be seeing this (laughs) oh god but yeah she walks into noel's room while he's lighting candles and basically yeah charges him she is very aggressive yeah (laughs) which i think the show did a pretty good job of foreshadowing that that tree was going to catch fire why does he still have the tree yeah (laughs) since they like make a point to say that tree was a fire hazard right and noel ends up getting caught in fires multiple times throughout the series Uh, and felicity yeah but just like because the art place yeah burns was was noel there too yeah he died in it what yeah. That's a oh, plot okay. point. <laughs> Gotta keep watching to get to the good stuff. Don't worry. Anyway. <laughs> why does he have, that's the dark timeline. Why does he have this tree still? Like, at the beginning, it's clear. He's like, no, we've got to get rid of this tree. And he's like, but I'll keep it in my room. Either way, some other dudes come in with his fixed computer because four guys just barge in without knocking and he doesn't lock his door ever and it's basically all the awkward sex things that could happen for uh, Felicity at this point while fun jazzy music is playing (laughs) (laughs) and so Noel's uh, Noel's response to all of this is to get a hotel room for that night it seems like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's the the same night. night. It's the next next day. day. Yeah, because she needs to get out of work again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she tells Javier that it's important. Javier is the manager at Dean and Deluca, and he's like the one gay guy on the show who's their friend. But he's also we thought Sean was old. Javier's like forty something for sure. Oh yeah. He wants the deets about her losing her V card, which is <laughs> super creepy for a boss to ask. But he considers her his best friend. Yeah. Okay. Because I think she ends up being like the best, the best man. man in his wedding yeah. to Samuel. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also read online that Ben marries his sister or daughter or something like that. Oh. Noel. Or Noel. Noel, Noel does. Okay. Noel, um, it's oh yeah, it's Javier's cousin. cousin. Oh, cousin. Yeah. Okay. Natalie. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> and that's uh, Noel's like downward spiral where he actually starts going by Leon. <laughs> Noel backwards. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> and he like dyes his hair. Yeah, and he goes he clubbing. Like a, does he get a goatee? <laughs> yeah. He wears like terrible shirts with like flames, Ugh. like Ed Hardy stuff. Yeah, uh, basically nice. the precursor to Ed Hardy. It's a very dark time for Noel. <laughs> oh man! But anyway, the hotel. The hotel. Felicity wants to eat from the mini bar because her parents never let her. So I also thought with the hotel, it was funny that they like make a point to show how immature she is. Like she's about to have sex for the first time, but like yeah, she doesn't point. want to have champagne that Noel brought. She wants to like drink pop. Yeah. And then she like runs to the bathroom and talks on the phone and like flushes the toilet for fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They made her sound like a middle schooler. I'm like, she's 18 or 19. She's a little bit more mature, I'd hope. So maybe I jumped ahead from what you were No, no, that's no, exactly perfect. where I was at. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny how excited she was about there being a phone in the bathroom. Yeah. Which they also get excited about on Friends when Joey buys his like new apartment and there's a phone in the bathroom. Oh, funny. <laughs> so but weird. I guess nobody had cell phones. Yeah. I don't, I didn't see a cell phone this whole time. Yeah. So that's true. She calls Julie because 
It's finally happening. Hey, I'm going to do it. Uh, Julie sounds sad. She sounds weird. She sounds weird because Ben had just left, I think, at this point, right? Yeah. Because he was excited about Walt Whitman. He was reading, (laughs) uh, pretty sure he was reading Leaves of Grass. And then they're like, about to kiss, it seems like. And then the phone rings because Felicity has to ruin everything. (sighs) Cock blocker. I know. (laughs) And this is when Noel, you know, screws it up for himself, I guess. Yeah. Also, his own cock blocker. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He seems like he does it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) He basically is trying to get Felicity to focus on him, but doesn't do this in the right way at all. Right. I mean, maybe it's because her attention has already been diverted, but he tells Felicity that Julie and Ben are together. So you've known since yesterday that Julie and Ben were having an affair and you didn't tell me? It's not, it's not an affair. Uh, wow, I can't believe you didn't tell me. Why should it matter? Because it matters. I don't know. Why, because they didn't tell you earlier or because, because you're still obsessed with Ben? Because I had a, a big talk with her yesterday. I mean, I told her all about us and I told her how much I valued her friendship. And you know what she said about what you just told me? Nothing. It's because she knows the truth. Oh, okay. If I am, as you say, obsessed with Ben, why am I here with you? I don't know. And he says that she's going to be upset when he tells her that they went to Vermont together and that they've been lying to her. And that he doesn't want to be the rehearsal. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess that's a fair point, but also wrong. (laughs) Well, as Elena tells him while he's singing along to Everybody Hurts, he is obsessed with the idea that Felicity is obsessed with Ben because he's just like looking for something to be upset about. Right. Yeah. He can't be happy. I can relate to that. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Julie and Ben kiss after they have their little moment of, oh, let's take things slow and all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. It's kind of a montage of like the two couples yeah. With the same jazzy music as before with the whole fire. Yeah. Noel goes and he apologizes and they decide. And she's like, you're my first boyfriend. I'm like, what? It didn't seem like you guys jumped. You, you jumped from him apologizing to now you're dating. And it's your boyfriend really fast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Felicity talks to Julie in class and says that she knows about her and Ben. And she has been holding on to this crush for so long that she was afraid to kind of let it go. But she's going to now and wants them to be together. She kind of gives them space during class and leaves, leaving them to take notes for her. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess that's when um, she goes and talks to Noel about yeah. being boyfriend and girlfriend. But not having sex yet. But not still. having sex because she's not ready. Did they ever do it before they broke up? Uh, she no. has sex for the first time with an art student. Yeah. Okay. So adding another side to the Romantic. love pentagon. Yeah. So love whatever six sides is. <laughs> Heptagon? No, that's seven, I'm pretty sure. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, mean, I was the best uh, math student at my school, but... <laughs> Geometry? Yeah, I heard you were really good at English and science, too. But I can't remember that, so... <laughs> anyway, the episode ends with all... Uh, the episode ends with all the the happy couples sitting together eating. 
Hooray. In the cafeteria, Mm -hmm. because that's something that you do in college. I did. You did? Yeah. I didn't. Where else would you eat as a freshman? I ate in the, like, I guess ours just wasn't laid out (laughs) like that. Like, that looked like a high school cafeteria. Ours looked like a restaurant. I mean, ours was like a restaurant. There were still tables and places where you sit. Yeah, but it didn't look like a big room with tables. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's the episode. Woo! So I'm gonna s- did that episode leave you wanting more? Like, did you want to keep going after that one? I did not. Oh. <laughs> Everyone who has seen Felicity and knows me and my love of certain shows and things. Yeah. So that I love the show and like, I wasn't feeling it. Wasn't feeling it. Hmm. I wonder if maybe it's because... You didn't see the beginning? You didn't get the run-up? Maybe. I don't know. The backstory? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Carrie Russell is very fine. <laughs> and, uh, but everyone just kind of annoyed me. Oh. All the characters. I'm like, man, these are all just such dumb things. <laughs> With that said, <laughs> go to rating these. Uh, I mean, in terms of like being a college coming-of-age show or whatever and as a PSA, it works great. Mm. As a piece of like t- television for teenagers, I'm sure it's great. As something for me at 30, watching it for the first time, <laughs> I was just like, man, I don't have any nostalgia tying me to this. And these characters all pissing me off with their stupid shit. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give it two and a half mini skirt headbands out of five. Ouch. Well, I like okay. this episode. It's definitely one that I remembered while I was watching it. it. I don't know how long ago I watched the whole series. It was probably like, not that long ago, maybe like five years ago. Okay. Something like that. Because I think it was on Netflix for a while. Yeah. Now it's on Hulu. Yeah. But it's not my favorite one because it doesn't have a lot of Megan. <laughs> my favorite ones, you know, the four and a half, five star ones all have Megan. So I'm going to give this one... Three and a half blue IMAX out of five. Ooh, that's pretty good. <laughs> All right. Um, I would say for me, I liked the PSAs because I think growing up from my initial watching, I probably did find it very informative because um, I was very sheltered. Obviously, you got <laughs> that was my introduction. <laughs> um, so I was very intrigued by all the relationships that were going on and like didn't find these discussions as hilarious as I do now and rewatching it last year. And then again, like a few nights ago, I was laughing so hard <laughs> and like even had Tim come into the room and like re- we rewound a couple parts and like <laughs> watched it. We're laughing really hard. So from a comedy perspective, I would say it was four page 46s, we'll say. <laughs> nice. But like, from the whole series, it's not my favorite episode. Uh, I think it does a good job, like, showing you what the characters are really like. So it's a bummer you didn't like the characters, because this is pretty close to how they'll be fair enough for the whole season. Yeah, and they all, like, at various <clears throat> times aren't talking to each other. Like, for a long time, Noel is really pissed off at Felicity, and they're not talking. Yeah. Or Ben isn't talking to Felicity. Or Julie's not talking to anybody. Stuff like that. But yeah. otherwise, I think, yeah, this is a pretty good representation of who they are. I mean, there were parts that made me laugh. And yeah. there were things I found funny. I just, it didn't make me want to keep watching it. Oh, man. 
And in fact, I had a hard time like going in and just watching the second episode <laughs> after that. But some parts of the second one brought me back in. Yeah. Which we can get into that in a minute. Before we get to that, we've got a couple things. Some cultural context to the time that the show came out. When Felicity debuted, the number one movie was Rush Hour, which is one of my favorite huh. movies. Nice. Have you ever seen Rush Hour, Katie? Yes. Yes. I think. I'm pretty sure. I've seen at least one of them. I love Rush Hour. It's so good. That's the one with Jackie Chan, right? <laughs> yeah. And Chris... Uh, Rock? Not Chris Rock. Um, Chris Tucker. There you go. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I love Chris Tucker. Some other movies that came out right around then, though, were Rushmore, which is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. I good love one. Rushmore. Ah. <laughs> uh, it's so good. That's one of my favorite Wes Anderson movies. Yeah. yeah. Jason Schwartzman's so good in that movie. <laughs> um, and A Night at the Roxbury came out around then, oh, too. Oh, man. I haven't seen that one. It's ridiculous. You know, I don't know if I've actually seen the I just movie. know the, like, yeah. Yeah. head thing. Bride of Chucky came out a few weeks oh, later. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> Practical Magic. Yes. Oh, never filmed saw that. here. It was filmed yeah. in Coopville, Washington. It was filmed while the sixth grade class between my sister's year and my year were at Camp Casey. Funny. And some of them were extras in the movie. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. On the music side of things, their number one song at this time was Don't Want to Miss a Thing. <laughs> Aerosmith. Yeah. It's a good song. Which is ridiculous. And some of my one of my favorite albums of all time came out the same day that the show debuted, which is Aquemini by Outkast. Probably their best album. It's so good. Yeah. Don't know. Don't I know. know. <laughs> that one's more for me. I Don't Want to Miss a Thing is special in my heart because when I only took one trip ever around like spring break in college, we went down to Lakeland, Florida for Tigers spring training mm. and we just drove the whole way down and at like two in the morning, we're driving through like the mountains and everyone, we're all like sleeping, just one person driving and that song came on and all, all five of us just... <laughs> Started singing it for some reason, <laughs> and I just can't forget that moment. Nice. That sounds Very fun. strange. <laughs> um, I'd like to go back to my fact from the beginning. The writer. So there's a writer on the show. Her name was Riley Weston. Okay. And she got a job as a writer on the show because she posed as a 19-year-old who was skilled at writing and dealing with teenage issues. You know, she had her perspective as a teenager <laughs> and like everyone thought she was amazing. She was featured on like, I think it was an entertainment tonight thing of like the top hundred people, like young under 25 that yeah. were doing things. She got a half million dollar contract from Disney for doing, for like some writing in the future, like for three years, I think it was to write shows dealing with teenagers and all this stuff, except that. She was 32. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and had lied about that. Does she look 19 in pictures? She Did looks younger. Yeah. She, she's like four foot 11. Okay. I think and like just a small person. <laughs> and so she looked younger than she is. And so she kind of like fooled people for a while with that. And then they found out when Entertainment Tonight did like a, a program about her for being like a phenomenon as a writer and this and all this stuff. Yeah. And then she lost like everything, which... Is both fair and not fair. If she's a really good writer, 
who cares how yeah. old she is, right? Yeah. Like, and that was a whole thing. Like, it became this stuff about, like, ageism in Hollywood and all of that. Yeah. She but, tried to pull a never been kissed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, like, you lied about all that. But she probably wouldn't have gotten the job had she not lied. So it's like. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, huh. she lost the Disney contract and lost all the other stuff and got fired from the show. And Dang. Has she worked since? She has. She has a book that came out. I don't know if it did well. And she also has a country single. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. There's How did they not know stuff. her age? Because don't they have to do a background check? Like, don't uh, you write your birthday during background checks? I don't. Heck if I know. I mean, clearly she fooled her agent. She fooled Disney. She <laughs> fooled all these people. So props to her, I guess I feel it's like. like kind of pre-internet. I don't know if they would do that same kind of thing for writers. Like, is it the same kind of job as, like, when you get a job in an office? I don't or know. is it, like, a networking thing where it's yeah. like, oh, I know this person. Let's bring him in. Yeah. Well, there's a similar thing. This teenage girl who posed as, like, an older married man. So what? that she could be like a baseball writer, like just online baseball writer. <laughs> oh, I saw that. Yeah, that was recently, but, right? Yeah, but she was like, it was weird because she like harassed women through her account and yeah. stuff, oh like gosh. just weird stuff. She assumed the identity when she was thirteen years old and just kept doing stuff. She's a twenty-one-year-old college student now who had been an aspiring baseball writer under like this fake thing with like Funny. fake kids and all this stuff. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, strange stuff. <laughs> episode two. All right. Attack of the Clones. <laughs> so the second episode we watched is The List, which aired on October 3rd, 1999. And the TV Guide description is, Felicity begins to question her values when one of her advisees seems to have better luck using tips from an article in a woman's magazine. Meanwhile, Julie lightens up in a major way when she holds a blowout at Sean's. I'm just going to say right away, I didn't realize that was Julie until like halfway through the episode. She didn't look the same to me. <laughs> really? Huh. Or I wasn't paying enough attention. Okay. I feel like she always looks yeah. the same. I'm sure she does. I just kind of was like, who's this ghost trying to throw a party? Yeah. Well, she wasn't with that, I guess. All, is her hair different? It was like in mm. those little maybe fun things versus like butterfly clips when is jennifer garner on the show uh season one yeah okay. and then i get she comes back again it's later when felicity and noel are dating seriously i don't remember because she married scott foley for like three years yeah what yeah, yeah. Ooh. yeah they met on the show married. they were married while she was doing alias and then well, they got divorced while she was doing Alias, yeah. too. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> Carrie Russell and Scott Speedman dated, too. Really? Yeah. They huh. didn't get married, but Alias came because of this show. Yeah. yeah. When he was like, Abrams was just, <laughs> Ellie, dear Lord. <laughs> Abrams was like frustrated with the storytelling on the show and how constricted it was. And so he's like, what if she was a spy? <laughs> and that's <laughs> <Yeah>. Alias. <laughs> yeah. This show is so much different from like everything else that he has done since. Yeah. But he's still got the time traveling in. So. And he's still got Greg yeah. Grunberg. <laughs> Who's that? Sean. Sean. Oh. Oh, yes. Yeah, his buddy. <laughs> yep. Uh -oh. So the episode starts with Felicity picking up her tape recorder and playing it. And it's not where she left off. And so she's asking Megan, like, did you listen to my tape? And Megan says, so what if I did? And <laughs> Felicity gets mad and is like, well, it'd be like if I looked in your box. Wait, you looked in my box? 
I was making an analogy. Between what? Forget it. Fine. I didn't listen to your damn tape, but if that's the way you're going to be, whip it out. What? Your tape. You think it compares to what's in my box? Prove it. You let me listen to the tape, I let you look in the box, and then we'll know which one is more intense. Fine. Fine. But I'm not going to play the whole tape. Just do it. All I know is I want this feeling to last the rest of my life. God, Sally. I don't know what this is, but I think... I mean, maybe it's love. Okay. Wow. That was lame. Oh, whatever. Let's just see what's in the box. I don't think so. And the box is a whole thing where we, to this day, don't know what was in that box. Except they kind of, like, played around with it in one episode. Yeah. I read that that's not canon. The, um... When they were, like, the dolls or something in yeah, it? Yeah, it was, it was like a Twilight Zone spinoff where yeah. Megan was keeping Felicity, Ben, and Noel in the box, right? I forgot about that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but J.J. Um, Abrams said that he actually has the box prop. Nice. But hasn't looked in it or something. Well, isn't that like his thing is like he likes to treat shows like a mystery box <laughs> or some shit? And in an interview, they said, oh, it's the key to the hatch from Lost. Yeah. That's <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. And she thought it was like a confession to a murder or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. She has some great eye bedazzling. Megan? Like, yeah. yeah. I saw those little, little beads in there, but she's definitely crazy. Yeah. No. And a great RA. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, this is sophomore year. Noel has moved on, and Felicity and Megan are RAs <laughs> in his place. And the kids on the floor, the freshmen, I'm just going to say kids because <laughs> they're <laughs> 18 years old, are ridiculous. This is where it hooked me back in because I was, like I said, after the first episode, I was just like, yeah, I guess I'll watch the second one and go through it. When I saw that Michael Pena was one of the uh, students on her floor. I was like, oh shit, I love Michael Pena. <laughs> and he was great throughout that whole episode. What else is he in? He was familiar, but I don't know what he's in. He's yeah. in Ant-Man. He's in the second Ant-Man. Oh. He's on, he was in Crash. A couple uh, cop movies. Uh, he's been in a lot of things. Yeah, he's he great. looked familiar to me, but I didn't know why. Plus, he's hilarious. <laughs> I uh, will say, after watching the second episode that I watched like three more in a row. I did too. <laughs> yeah. I just think like the writing is so much better and like, I don't know. I didn't watch. Photography's better. Filming's better. I didn't watch the next one. I watched the beginning of the next one, but yeah. then I skipped to like season three and four. Okay. I watched the next one and <laughs> yeah. the one after that. <laughs> Gretchen. Yeah. Her storming off was hilarious to me <laughs> because, man, what an overreaction to no one prodding her about anything. Yeah. <laughs> she basically leaves because Felicity's like, feel free to come to us with anything. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and she goes and cries because her boyfriend looked at her weird. Yeah, he had like this look. It was a strange look. So she's got a list of all these things she's going to do to keep him around. From a magazine. Yeah. But were RAs really that invested in people? I never talked to my RA. Oh, I just... I, I, if I were an RA, I would have been like, oh, fuck that girl. And just literally <laughs> cry and do her thing. Like, yeah. that is so high maintenance. My RA Why just she took care? us to parties. Really? Yeah. 
she, she probably wasn't good at her job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're still friends. Nice. Yeah. Did she, she feel like she was a lot older than you? She was a junior. So okay. I was like, well, she was already 21 when I started college. And I was 17. Like, oh, right so she was first got there. So I mean, I turned 18 right away, but it was like th- three years. So yeah. I was like, man, these people are so old. <laughs> but when you look back on it, you're like, oh, no, these are idiots. Too. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, Felicity's dating Ben at this time, and they're both working at Dean and DeLuca. And she says, like, I love this. I love being with you. It's just great. Or one of them says that. Yeah. Probably her. She says it. Yeah. It's and like then him. he looks at her weird and she's like, uh oh. <laughs> Maybe I need to like, go and do that magazine list that Gretchen's doing. My note just says Ben is rocking the traditional guy hair of the late 90s through mid 2000s. <laughs> Combed forward, up at the front. Yeah. Noel is trying to move on. So is this like right after they've broken up or something? At the end of season one, Felicity goes with Ben yeah. on like a road trip, right? Yep. So she was, I think she was supposed to go with Noel. I could be wrong, but I think Noel is at the season where he bought her a plane ticket and they to were supposed Berlin. to, yeah, they were supposed to go to Berlin together, but Ben wanted to go on a road trip and I think Ben was going to go julie originally or was oh, he maybe go by himself but then this ben, is just not making me mad <laughs> yeah then ben ends up asking felicity and then felicity has to choose between ben and noel who goes to berlin then with Noel? either he goes by himself or he doesn't go i don't know but she does not go with him so okay. she goes with ben and breaks up with noel well, then, Elaine is trying to help him and asks if he slept with less than 10 people. And like, that's her, <laughs> that's her barometer for like, oh, you're basically a virgin. You yeah. slept with less than 10 people. At, it was like, what? hold on. How old are they right now? <laughs> Isn't he like 19 or 20? He must be 21 because he, he is right? a junior now junior, So bars. he might be 21. But maybe they have fake IDs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're in a restaurant and Elena tries to get him to go like hit on this waitress. And instead he asked her for a straw, even though he doesn't have a drink. Smooth. (laughs) So Elena's going to help him. Julie has made up a flyer for a party she doesn't know if she can have. (laughs) Where they're going to have 150 people over. Yeah, I did the math too. (laughs) What? (laughs) Ugh. Because they, at first, are going to charge $5 a head, but they end up charging 10 Yeah, I thought they still only charged 5 oh. when they when they got all the money <laughs> the at the seven. end, and I was like, oh, it's oh my God. Is that what yeah, they so got? they only had 140 people instead of 150. Uh, or did they pay or for, like, part of the cake? Oh, yeah, maybe that. Oh, God. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, well, and how does Julie, and this could be jumping ahead, <laughs> no, how does fine. Julie not realize Sean has a crush on her? Because all these people are oblivious to oh, everything. Oh, gosh. I mean, she, like, stays at his house for free, I assume. Yeah, yeah, I had questions about that. Like, was she living there now? Yeah. Still, apparently, because she had the toothbrush there before. Right. Well, that was when she was with Ben. Right. And then he basically asks her out at the end of the episode, and she's yeah. like, I oh, a date. <laughs> but some other time. It's like, oh, my gosh. Did they ever get together? No. Fair enough. On that part of my diagram, 
It's a one-way arrow between <laughs> Sean and Julie, with Sean pointing at Julie because it's unrequited. Ah, uh, yes. But in the later seasons, he does, like, ask her to come out. I can't remember if he's married to Megan at this time or if they're engaged. But he, like, has Julie come back out, and he thinks that they're, like, going to have a date. And so he, like, comes into the house holding these grocery bags. And then the grocery bags are, like flowers and live lobsters and then <laughs> julie like says she can't go out with him or have dinner with him that night because she's going out with somebody else and he just like throws the lobsters in like the trash or something it's very strange i don't remember okay. that oh <laughs> uh, that probably didn't really add much to this episode <laughs> no, but it's okay it's just very very weird <laughs> um my next note just says ben is unsure of what he wants all these kids are just so uncertain. So much drama. Yeah. Well, he now knows. We didn't really say what was on the tape that he listened yes. to. <laughs> Did we even say that he listened to the tape? Didn't know he listened to the tape. Yeah. So Ben listened to the tape. That was at the beginning with the scenes from last episode. Definitely didn't watch that part. Okay. No. Mm, yeah, yeah. That would have been helpful. Yeah. Yep. So Ben had listened to the tape that Felicity sends to Sally where she is saying that she thinks it might be love or it could be love, something like that. And that freaks Ben out because A, he's not in love with her and B, like that's commitment. And they just started dating and like that seems soon for him. So that freaks him out because... That makes sense. I thought they'd also, been dating she's a for stalker, a while. So. <laughs> no, I think they had like only gone on the road trip and that yeah. was basically Which it. is a big thing to do together. Yeah, but I think... What, like maybe a week had passed or a couple weeks? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I don't know how long the road trip was, but they went to several states. I assume all summer. Yeah. Oh, so I guess that's a long... I can't remember where they were saying the pictures were from. Wasn't one of them like Ohio or something? I don't know. Gretchen's following the list. (laughs) Yes. Ridiculously high shoes. The high voltage look, I believe she calls what she's got going on. (laughs) And... Her boyfriend wanted to see it in person. Because one of his friends saw her. Yeah. And he wanted his own personal viewing. That's Ugh. creepy. That sounds so gross. <laughs> I know. That sounds so gross to me. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want a viewing of you, baby. <laughs> yeah. At this same time, Noel is busy striking out. Doesn't even get to ask the waitress out. No. Just she just automatically says, I don't take customers. <laughs> yeah. I have a boyfriend. <clears throat> Uh, other people are striking out too. Michael Pena. I don't know his character's name. Uh, oh, I think I didn't Brian. write it. I didn't write it down. It was a weird name. No, I think it's Brian. I don't think it's Brian. I like felt like it was like Ricky or something. Yeah, I'm I thought it was like it Chucky. I'm gonna go with Brian. Let's look this up. <laughs> Michael Pena Felicity. Um, Brian Burke. Oh my gosh! Oh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yes, I feel very vindicated right now. You didn't realize that Ben listened to the tape, but you remembered that name that I still forgot already. (laughs) Brian Burke. because I like Michael Pena. Uh, And my note says, how are you going to yell at Michael Pena like that? uh, Felicity like snapped at him when he came in asking if she wanted to go shower with him or something like that. Gosh. (laughs) Which was super creepy. I didn't even write down notes about that. He, like, came, asked if she wanted to do something. He's like, no, I never. You're always here bugging me. Blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. like, flipped out on him. How about tomorrow? I've got an opening from tomorrow to I'm about 30. God, you are such a pest. 
You're like you're like this bug, this incessant annoying gnat. A gnat? Yeah, a gnat. With a G? Yeah, a gnat never leaves you alone. When you're happy, when you're sad, when you're it's always around until one day, splat, it's gone. So I guess this means you're not gonna go out with me tonight? I am not going out with you tonight. I am not going out with you tomorrow. I am not going out with you ever. Dr. Seuss, I like him too. <laughs> yeah, he is unfazed yeah. by all her yelling. <laughs> I don't want to go with you now. I don't want to ever. And then the Dr. Seuss, I'm like, damn, he is so good. Yeah, that was pretty good. And I think this is when Ben tells her about the tape right after that. Well, they had, like, kind of broken up before that, right? Yeah, because he said that he wasn't happy and that he wasn't sure that was what they wanted or what he wanted. Right. And so, yeah, he comes back and says that they should talk. And she's like, what changed? And I spent all day just kind of trying to figure out what happened and and then I started to blame myself like maybe it was something that I did it's I don't know I I guess I I just feel a lot of pressure that's all from me? yeah I'm just worried that I'm not going to be able to live up to your expectations my expectations? I mean all I want to do is be with you see I think you want more than that I think you want someone who's going to be totally focused on you, like, long-term. I I think you want someone who's going to talk to you about everything, and I'm not not really good at that. It's it's a a lot to do with knowing that you think that this might be love. Or, uh... Or whatever. Wait a second. Love? I mean, who said anything about love? You did. What? I, uh, I listen to your tape. And then he gets upset that she overreacts to this, which doesn't seem like for once an overreaction. Like right. he invaded her personal. I thought it was privacy. weird that she didn't have any reaction. Like he listened to like her diary, basically. Yeah. And I think basically implied that he listened to the whole thing. Right. So I felt like her reaction was fine. But I thought Megan's understated. reaction was the best. Because <laughs> Felicity tells Megan that Ben listened to the tape and she's like, like the whole thing? Oh, poor Ben. Because <laughs> it's so boring. <laughs> oh, that's good. All of this pushes Felicity to follow the list. Yeah. Yeah. To try to get Ben back, basically, or make him see what he's missing. And she invites Michael Pena to go with her. It's great. To the party (laughs) that Julie's throwing. Yeah. She she puts on this, like, strappy red dress with a very low-cut back. The dress, I feel like, would still be pretty today. Yeah. I mean, it's spaghetti straps. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Update the straps. But I like the back. Yeah. That was pretty. Yeah. And that's a dress that they use in the opening credits later. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, I didn't know that it was $10 to get in, so I thought that Sean was just charging Tim extra money. That's what I thought, too. I thought he was just going to, like, pocket more. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So Tim is the guy that Julie likes. Yeah. But then it turns out she doesn't because he's just quoting Neil Diamond to her. Which, why is that a problem? Which, also, (laughs) that guy with that haircut is not quoting Neil Diamond. True. He's quoting, like... The Grateful Dead or something. I was thinking Dave Matthews Band. Yeah, that would be, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But of course, because why not? Sean saves her from this. Uh, Because he likes her. Yeah. At the same time, Noel is being a dumbass and 
That's it. That's the extent of what yeah. Noel's doing. He gets the girl's number, though, doesn't he? Well, he gets her number, Bridget, with a D, not Bridget. a T, because <laughs> yeah, that's a name. She's kind of a bitch. And, and she gives him a number to, I don't know if they say it in this episode or it's the following, because I watched them back to back, but she actually gives him uh, her number to a pizza place. Nice. <laughs> and then they end up in an art class together. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, so then he gets her real number, but spoiler... She's a lesbian, so it actually doesn't go anywhere. But why doesn't she just tell him that? Yeah. 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 It was the 90s, so yeah. who knows? But initially, he blames Felicity and thinks she's, like, sabotaging him. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. All of her things work somehow, and she and Ben go to the roof and, of course, make out after talking about how they should take it slow and then ignoring all of their own advice within seconds because <laughs> children. Well, taking it slow to him is just, like... Not being in a relationship, but he can still, like, make out. And right. Yeah, it's Friends basically yeah. Yeah, being in a not serious relationship. Right. And they decide to go to Bryant Park to see a movie. And Felicity goes to meet him there and oh. waits. And he never shows up. And that just, like, makes me want to cry watching that episode. <laughs> it makes me pissed off that she still wants to be with him after that. Yeah. Even though, yeah. like, she says she doesn't. She clearly does. So I have a note. So they were watching like some old Marx Brothers movie or something like that, right? It looked like a Charlie Chaplin. Or Charlie Chaplin. Okay. Um, this weekend in real life in Bryant Park, you can watch The Princess Bride. Ooh. And the weekend after is When Harry Met Sally. Ooh. I want to watch a Marx Brothers movie now. <laughs> Those are so good. And then at Dean and DeLuca the next day, Felicity shows up and Ben is acting all normal and he says that he forgot. Like, it just slipped his mind. And she plays it off like it's no big deal. Ugh. But it is. Yeah. And I feel like when I was 18, I, like, did that exact same type <laughs> of thing. Like, oh, it's fine. It's no big deal. And then you're just so sad about it. So that episode. But she does, nostalgic like, in a bad way for me. She she gets after him after that, though. Yeah. yeah. Like, tells him when it gets good. she is and I need to be able to get upset and talk about how I'm feeling. I mean, that's just, that's who I am, and I can't change it. I don't want to. And the thing is, you knew that. You knew it, and you still pursued me. Because you want something with me. You just aren't strong enough to have it. Which, in a way, makes you a coward. And the saddest part is that one day you're gonna wake up and you're gonna realize what you missed. And it's gonna be too late. I don't know what to say. I know. It's okay. Calling him a coward was solid. I liked it. <laughs> and she kisses him on the cheek and walks away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to go to the salon. But not even the salon. It's like a barber shop. <laughs> like if you're going to have a dramatic haircut, 
Why are you going to a barber shop? Uh, barbers are legit, so I don't know what you're talking about. It's called Astor Place Hairstyles. <laughs> it's like maybe a step above cost cutters. Yeah. And uh. she says, I wasn't doing it for a guy or some list. I was doing it for me. This haircut was a big deal. Oh, yeah. Like people who didn't even watch Felicity knew about the haircut. Yeah. yeah. And she didn't know that it was going to be such a big deal. Because she did it like as a joke first, right? Like came in yeah. with a wig that yeah. was like short hair and they're like, would you do it? <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, huh. it was like a, a wig for like a little kid, like okay. a boy. And yeah. Then- I think J.J. Abrams asked her like, would you really cut your hair though for this? And then they did it. <laughs> oh my gosh. And uh, the WB is on WB, right? <laughs> yeah. Blames that as part of the reason that ratings went down. Oh, I don't think so. Because I actually had some friends that like got their hair cut like that. Oh, after really? That. Yeah. And it was regrettable, <laughs> I must say. But I don't like her hair when she first gets it cut. But like her hair in season three is like great. Yeah. It's, it's like a little bit longer, but she's like styling it really well. It doesn't look wet and gelled. It's hard it to look bad if you're Carrie Russell, so. <laughs> it looks more put together, and it looks like the right length for her face. Yeah. How often yeah. I mentioned that Carrie Russell is on Scrubs? What's wrong with me? Oh, yeah. When? She's Elliot's friend from college, Ooh. and JD's trying to hook up with her, and that's like when Keith proposes to Elliot, and then JD realizes that he still loves Elliot, oh, and man. it's an episode that makes me cry every time. Uh, <laughs> is that when he runs to Elliot's house with the flowers? No, that's uh, when Sean is going to leave and oh, comes okay. back. <laughs> this is when... This is the episode titled My Cold Shower. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, he's been trying to hook up with Carrie Russell's character like for two episodes and then realizes that it's like the episode where everyone has the daydream of what would life be like if you were with Elliot. Yeah. No, oh. I feel like such a poser because I do not remember these yeah. episodes. Dr. Cox <laughs> imagines himself like killing her and feeling like it would be worth it. <laughs> Turk imagines himself having an affair with the... Uh, the housekeeper who is Carla. Okay. Uh, Kelso imagines them not talking and he's like, mm, different wife, same problems. <laughs> and then JD imagines them like just laying on the couch together, being happy and all this stuff. And he's Aww. like, Oh no, I love her still. And then he watches her get engaged. Yeah. Tearing up right now. Makes me sad. <laughs> ah, good episode. <laughs> it is. And on that note, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> I liked this episode a little bit better because I thought it was funnier. Like the the list stuff was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and I just like Michael Pena a lot, so and he was funny. His character was good. And I also like Megan a lot. Yeah. She's a horrible RA, but she's a great RA. <laughs> and seems like an insane person to live with for more than one year. Uh so I don't know why they live together after the first year. They're really good friends like I actually kind of almost want to say that they're better friends than her and Elena yeah okay that's fair um still doesn't make me want to watch the show (laughs) but I liked it better than the first one uh so I was going to go ahead five (laughs) not five uh whatever I'll just give it three cassette tapes out of five oh that's better well I like this episode more than the one that we watched, obviously, since I watched like two or three more right after it. Yeah. Um, and I really needed to go to bed, but I kept watching them. <laughs> um, but I like love how she goes through the list. I think it's hilarious. Um, but I also like when she just like tells Ben off at the last second because I feel 
like anybody that's been in a bad relationship in your late teens or I would say early 20s, but I've been married since my early 20s, so I won't say that. Um, But I feel like anybody that was in a bad relationship in their late teens that was overly accommodating to their really stupid boyfriend wishes that they would have, like, been able to, like, drop some serious knowledge on him and give him a good burn like she does at the end. Mm -hmm. And then the haircut, which when this episode aired, I hated the haircut and was so mad that she cut her hair and was for some reason like offended by it <laughs> but now watching it personally like, yeah now I'm like oh that's actually pretty badass that like she had this super iconic thing that and they talk about in the episode right after that like made people recognize her like like her right away and she just gave that up to do her own thing and become her own person so anyway I would give this episode five what did we call it astro cuts Oh, Astor, Astor Place Hairstyles. Yes, five of those. Five. I'm going to rate it a five. Wow. Okay. Or maybe like a 4.75 because there's a couple episodes better than this one, <laughs> but this ranks up there. All right. Yeah, this is one that I actually thought was a finale. I thought it was the season one finale when yeah. I watched it before, and it surprised me when I saw that it was in season two. I wonder but if they took a break in between that. This is is the second episode of season two. Yeah, so the haircut was such a big deal. I just remember hearing about it a lot, even though I didn't actually watch Felicity at the time when it aired. Yeah. I might have watched a few episodes towards the end of it, but for the most part, I didn't watch it until college when my sister got it on DVD. Oh, funny. One of the few shows that she has on DVD that I don't, (laughs) (laughs) although the DVDs are in my room at my parents' house, but... I like this episode because I think that it's one of the good transformations for Felicity. Yeah. She goes through a few of them. Another one is in one of the episodes we almost did, the Todd. Oh, yeah. That episode's so name? good. The Todd. Todd, Todd, Todd Walkie or Moan Cumley. Todd Mul- It's a weird last Todd. Todd something. Um, and that's when she realizes that she doesn't want to be a doctor. She wants to be an artist. Um, but this is one of the other transformations. And I don't know. I think they do it in a good way. Like you said, she tells off Ben, and I think he deserves that. And, you know, there's some questionable things that she does later in the series. Oh, yeah. Like, she cheats on Ben and stuff like that. And God damn. I know. <laughs> it's It's a lot of back and forth. But, you know, for this episode, I'm going to say four boxes out of five. Megan's box. Ooh, nice. Okay. <laughs> the mystery box. Well, I've only got a few random tidbits here um, before we, I guess, talk about the end of the show. And is there a reboot? <laughs> There's not. Oh, <laughs> Spoiler. Oh, who thought? Um, you guys talked about Felicity's look a lot in here. That was inspired by Annie Hall. Huh. Um, I did not yeah. know that. Like her clothes or her like hair and everything. Okay. Yeah. Look was inspired by Annie Hall. I mean, she does wear a suit when she's the best man for Javier's True. wedding. We talked about the music a little bit. Copyright. This is one of the first shows that had issues with copyright afterwards. So everything oh. in syndication and on DVD and like streaming. Yeah. The music is different from the original music. Oh, I had crazy. a feeling that had to be the case because I didn't recognize like any of the songs. Yeah. 
They used to do, um, like, at the end of Felicity and Dawson's Creek, they would, like, show you the CD oh, yeah. that the song was from yeah. and the artist. Yeah. forgot about that. Mm-hmm. It was, I thought it was so cool. <laughs> NYU refused to let the show use its name. Yeah, it's University of New York. Yeah, because of some of the teen issues that they were dealing with. Huh. Because they like others just like friends and law and order and other yeah. stuff use it. Scott Foley was originally cast to play Ben. Oh, that's not weird. Noel. I knew that. <laughs> they couldn't find someone then to play Noel, so they asked him if he would play Noel, and then they got Speedman to Which be. Which I think was a good choice because I, I can't agree. imagine Noel as Ben. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Scott Speedman, this is his first job in L.A. He was like a struggling actor in Toronto and sent in a tape and moved to L.A. after he got it and started working on this like two days later. Uh, He would run a lap around the stage before each scene to (laughs) get ready. Funny. Well, in in a couple of the episodes, they talk about him being like a track athlete. Yeah. Yeah. But he's not as good as the other people that try out. (laughs) Um, And then lastly, in the final episode, I think it is, I didn't watch it. uh, I guess Sean is giving a toast at some point. And they have like Sarah McLachlan music over the toast. Like he's doing it. Somebody's wedding. Last episode? Yeah. Or somebody at somebody's wedding, he's giving a toast and there's like Sarah McLachlan music. Apparently. It's probably Elena and Turk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whatever his name was. Um, Tracy. Oh, yeah. Since Greg Grunberg knew that they were going to have music over it and not like his words, he gave an actual toast to his coworkers, like on the show, like oh, Scott Foley and Carrie Russell and all them about how so wonderful nice. it was to work with them and all that stuff. Oh, that's cute. So <laughs> that's it. Those are my notes on Felicity. Yes. Yeah. Just to briefly talk about how the show wraps up. Well, there's like a few different things that happen. It almost, well, it has like two wrap ups, I would say. Yeah. So it's been a long time since I watched it. <clears throat> okay. So I'm probably not even going to get all of this right. <laughs> well, there's a couple things that happen. So I think the last five episodes get really weird. So essentially, like, they have this perfect season written. And then, like, the last, I can't remember what episode it is, but, like, everything is wrapped up in this, like, beautiful bow. And Felicity and Ben get together, and, like, Ben helps his, like, alcoholic dad, like. Who was played by John Ritter, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, uh, JD's dad, yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. All this overlap. Anyway, <laughs> like, you finish that episode, and you're like, wow, that was a really good series. And then you're like, holy shit, I have five more episodes to watch? What the hell? And it ends up being this time-traveling thing that they do with Megan having spells and yeah, and things get really, <laughs> really weird. Elena, Elena dies and, in like a car accident. Yeah. And Ben dies. So Elena dies. Ben doesn't die. Noel dies. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's I mean. In a different... In a, so there's one timeline where Elena dies. Yeah. And... One timeline where Noel dies. That's pre-time travel. Yeah, that's, that's the original. And then there's like another time travel where Noel dies, but yeah. Elena is alive. And then there's another time travel where everybody's alive. Yeah. It's very weird. Okay. But they had to write those episodes because essentially the show was given... A certain amount of episodes they had to write, so they wrote like a perfect ending. And then after they wrote the ending and filmed it, uh, WB called them and they're like, "Actually, we need more episodes." So they wrote this whole 
well, what if this happened instead? And yeah. it is not at all as satisfying. So is it like how I don't count the last season of Scrubs as a real season? Um, yes and no, because did they know they were going to write that last? I mean, I they knew that so. they knew that uh, Zach Braff was leaving. Yeah. Okay. And then so I think like, it's different mm-hmm. then. Because they really didn't know that they were going to have to write these episodes. Like, they had concluded everything. No, I just mean, everything. do not consider them, like, oh, the real ending. I, consider, I don't consider it the real ending. Yeah. But I consider it, like, a mini-series or something. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I don't know. I liked all the time travel stuff. Oh, man. It drove me crazy. Because <laughs> I was so confused. And I didn't want to look anything up on it. Because I'm like, yeah. well, I don't want to find out yeah. what's going on. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of, like, people getting together or not getting together or getting married or not getting married. Felicity's, like, in a coma or something like that. Oh, yeah. Is that right? That seems within the wheelhouse. Yeah, like, in the first timeline, Elena dies mm-hmm. in the car accident because she goes to Columbia. In the second one, she goes to Duke, <laughs> so she doesn't get in the car accident. And I don't remember how Noel dies. <laughs> He dies in the fire because Felicity is oh. in the art building and the fire starts and she gets out by like breaking the window and getting out of the building. But Noel doesn't know she got out. So he goes after her and he burns alive and dies. So wow. going back to episode 11, when they're trying to have sex and the tree sets on fire, all these foreshadowings of what is to come with Noel and Felicity. Crazy. You burn yeah. the candle at both ends, you yeah. know? Don't you want to watch it now? No. <laughs> it, shocking, but no. Fair I don't enough. know. I thought I was going to want to. Yeah. I mean, if you watch it as like a comedy more than. I don't think I would ever watch it by drama. myself. If I was watching it with other people and we could like comment on the yeah. ridiculousness while doing it, I could do that. Yeah. Which I guess that's basically what Tim and I did this last year when we watched it. Because we'd like pause things and like write it down or like <laughs> record it. Like yeah. he would tape it on his iPhone and then like post oh. it somewhere, or like <laughs> save it to an album or something. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But I think that's our show. Yeah. I think it's we'll Felicity. wrap it up there. So next Friday we're going to do Martin. Which I haven't seen in a very long time, but I feel like Drew probably has. No, I haven't watched it, uh, I don't know, like a decade. Oh, okay. Any episode? Haven't seen any Martin in like a decade, yeah. So we'll both go into it pretty fresh. Yeah. I mean, I loved Martin, so. (laughs) I don't remember it like at all, so it'll be fun. It's a great show. (laughs) I remember liking it. I just don't remember it. Um, so we'll post those episodes on social media at TFGIF podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And in the meantime, if you can rate and review us on iTunes, that would be great. It just takes a minute and it helps other people find us. And I get an email every time we get a new rating on either iTunes or Stitcher. So those make me happy. I don't get those emails. You could if you had the email address on your phone. I could, but (laughs) uh, no. Instead, you just find them later. Yeah, (laughs) it's perfectly fine. 
And thanks, Lynn, for joining us and talking about Felicity. Thank you. This was a real dream come true. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to have you on for another show that you like. Oh, yes. Little House on the Prairie, perhaps. I don't think that was 90s. (laughs) What was the movie that Tim was talking about? Oh, yeah, because we do movies now. There was was a movie he had mentioned. It's like early 90s, and I can't remember what it is. Oh, welcome to, to... Oh, no, that was probably... What was it about? I don't know. You just said a ridiculous movie. It was like from the early 90s. Huh. I'll have to ask him because we'll have to do that one at some point later. (laughs) Um, But hopefully you had fun. Yeah, this was great. Cool. Well, until next Friday. Bye. Bye.